The information presented in this podcast is not intended for the treatment or prevention of disease or any medical condition, nor is a substitute for medical advice. The information contained here in this podcast reflects only the opinion of the author and presenter and is in no way considered required practice. Welcome to Motivation and Muscle, the podcast that connects your brain to your brawn. Hi, this is Eric Fiorello, and I want to welcome you to Motivation and Muscle Streaming Radio 24-7. Today is the 10th of June, 2018. As I said, go out to FiorelloBarbellCo.com, look at our products, look at our donation page. Also, go out to Moto, or um, I'm sorry, that was Fiorello Barbell Co. Motivation and Muscle, go out and look at our podcast. Just go out, do a slash category slash podcast. Also, too, um, sign up for a free newsletter on there. Come on in, advertise with us, um, fill out the form. I will call you personally, and we will get something rolling for the next 30 years. Also, go out to our YouTube channel, Fiorella Barbell Company, Real Men, Real Strength, Real Power. Remember this, you are all winners, champions, and you must become unstoppable. So, we're going to um, bring Eric Gutman. He's my guest on today with the show. Um let me give you some information on Eric before we come in here. Number one, let me bring it down, and here we go. Eric is a naval officer, a strong man, a writer, a trainer, and speaker, and we're going to get into, we're going to talk about Eric's product, which is fat loss after 40, but we're also going to hit building desire, and really it encompasses slash victory. Um there's so many things I was telling Eric. I've got all these things I want to talk about. Um, I've got one show I'm going to do, probably myself, called Walk Like a Conqueror. Um, and I'll tell you one thing. No more self-depreciation is going to be a big one, too. And when I talk about that, I think a lot of heads are going to be shaking, yes, when we do it. But with no further ado... Brother, welcome back to the show. It's always an honor to have you on. Anything I missed, websites, anything of that nature, please put it out, and let's get right into the uh, fat loss after 40 product, please. No, absolutely not. So my name is Eric Gutman. Uh, You can see uh, what I'm up to on Facebook, Eric Gutman. That's E-R-I-C-G-U-T-T-M-A-N-N.com. Or if you want to purchase some of my products, you can go to my website at www.ericgutman.com. Awesome. Well, interesting stuff because we have talked about fat loss after 40 on the show. I wish I had – I'm going to have to look that up. I'm going to have to make a note and link that on the bottom of this podcast so anybody that is very interested in your product can obviously go and listen to us when we were talking about that that was probably about a year ago i think it it was but that has got vital information on it let me tell you that um why don't you tell everybody why the product obviously you've worked with a host of people you know what you're doing but why, why now? I mean, obviously, you've put out some killer products, but what are you seeing right now, obviously, in the atmosphere? I mean, you've lived all over the world. 
what what is the consensus with you because there are so many not only fat but obese people eric you know it's uh it's simple because um I went on vacation to Puerto Rico, and I posted a picture, and then, you know, about a week later, I I dropped a lot of the fat, so I posted the before and after, and I said, when you know what you're doing, you can do this safely, Um, and that generated a lot of interest, which then led to the podcast we did, Yep. and between that post and your interview, I was getting all these uh, uh, requests, requests, and in my mind, I went, well, I already told you everything to do in the podcast. Eric interviewed, and I said, you need to perform a liver cleanse, and here's how you do it. You need to control your insulin through your food so that you don't turn on insulin in the morning because insulin will trigger hunger and fat deposit rate, and you need to train a certain way, and I kind of laid it out, mm-hmm. but even though I had laid it all out and, and showed you where to go i was getting flooded with with requests and i usually don't take on people but there was this one guy as a, a friend of mine said that, that sometimes you get what's called a soul request where you realize that this guy is is uh that for some reason you're going to help this guy out this guy's the exception yep and as i helped him through i and he would just and my mind i said like i already explained it it's like but i would see there was so many doubts and so many details that had to be uh expounded that to be honest with you one time i was getting a massage and (laughs) the idea came to me yep i need to do a phallus after 43 month coaching program online yep and i did the first one and it was great so this is now the second iteration of that fat loss after 40 program okay that not only decreased fat loss but in a lot of cases uh, helped to heal a lot of issues so one lady had psoriasis 75% all over her body uh, and sorry one lady with psoriasis had 75% of it clear up after one liver cleanse wow she is she was in the middle of a life transition and she was able to you know put on muscle gain a lot of self-confidence and she is one of the persons that brought three people to the the brand new session that just started yesterday awesome so no better advertising that somebody that took the course that people see dramatic changes in them and they say, well, what did you do? I took this course. So she brought in three great uh, 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 members for this. And, you know, because it was born out of a, 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 a podcast that happened a year ago, basically, it's the, uh, the anniversary, uh, we thought it would be a great idea to offer it to, to people. Now, the price is nine ninety seven for three months of online coaching, but... If you mentioned that you heard about it through motivation and muscle, I will drop that price down to seven ninety seven and I'm gonna give two hundred of those dollars to Eric Fiorillo to help him with his research and you know to support him in what he's doing, you know. Thank and two hundred dollars is, is not nothing to laugh at. So uh, if enough people sign in through this podcast you could help Eric Fiorillo a lot, and you can help yourself the most. Yep. Uh, on today, on yesterday's podcast, I said, you know, I tricked you. This is more than fatless after forty. It's really how to live to be a hundred. Yeah. But fatless after forty is is a more catchy theme. And uh, so far, uh, we've got one session. So if you come in right now, uh, you'll be able to see that it's on uh, replays are on Facebook. And you will be able to ask and interact with not just me, but with the other members of the group. So if you're interested in that, uh, hit me up on uh, Facebook message and uh, make sure you mention that you heard about it through Motivation and Muscle. 
so I can give you the discount on Alsi to make sure I can credit Eric Fiorillo with some of that hard-earned and hard-deserved uh, little income stream that will mean the difference to him. You know, yeah. you know. Sometimes people don't understand. Like, um, what I do is my own research, which I self-finance. So I told that in the beginning of the course that I thanked everybody because this allows me to keep funding my research. And, you know, the, the, the research that Eric Fiorillo is doing with, with stones and stone lifting and this type of strength training is not mainstream. And those are a lot of hard-earned lessons, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears that you're not going to pick up in any book or anywhere else because it's not really mainstream. It's like you got to go to the mountain and find that the, the old wise master. <laughs> yep. Eric Fiorillo is that old wise master living yeah. in the mountain. So. Yep. Um, anything you can do to purchase his products or if fat loss after 40 is something you need, yep. then sign up and, and let's get you rolling. And I'm more than happy to take any questions you have on that or, sure. or what we were talking about with, with desire and, and victory. Well we'll, well, we'll do that momentarily. Number one, I want to tell everybody, because the show will either be up tonight or tomorrow, so it will be quick enough. Um, if you go out to MotivationMuscle.com and search for Fat Loss After 40, that's the name of the show. And I will link that in the show notes when I put up the new show we're doing today. Um, to be honest, we were almost, we were not quite a year, Eric. It went up July 18th of 2017. And you know you hit it because you'll see Eric doing a dead stop press. Um, and he's got the bar locked out over his head in the power rack. So, I'm, I'm going to tell everybody right now. Obviously, we know Eric knows what he's doing. And with the stuff I'm doing here and the stuff he and I have done with the Power Rack, um, it would be some pretty amazing stuff. You get yourself down to where you want to get, and you get into this type of training. And it's not scary, folks. I'm telling you right now. You start building this type of action in a rack I am here to tell you, you will be the best version of yourself, and you will metamorphically basically go through a change that you can't imagine. Look, we just lost Art Montini, who was in his 90s. This guy, he was John McKean's training partner for years. Phenomenal guy. All-around lifter. I mean, unbelievable stuff, all right? We just lost Steve Jack, too. Um you know, as I said in my notes, and Steve been on here a few times, and I was back and forth with Steve. I had known for a while that he had pancreatic cancer. But he never gave me permission to tell anybody. I never asked him because I don't – I'm funny about that. I don't like to infringe on people, especially when they're going through things. If, if they need help, I offered anything to Steve. Steve said, tell all the listeners prayers. That's fine. You know, and a lot of people are sending me notes. Did you know he had this? I didn't even reply to it because um, I'm very cautious with things of that nature. Coming from a family with a brother that had muscular dystrophy, some of that stuff can be very sensitive to people. So you got to tread lightly on that. But we lost two giants, man, two giants. So, you know, when Eric talks about his product, and we talk about the rack and all these things that seem way out there to people. I'm telling you right now, when you see a guy like John McKean, who just turned, I think, 73, and he's doing this rack work, and his sons, and now his grandson's doing it, I mean, 
it warms my heart like you wouldn't believe because his grandson right now when he played football and to be going out i think he's 11 this guy was just shattering people on the field why rack work killer all right but that's enough of that i could talk about that all day eric um obviously this product works we know that you already gave us a couple testimonials and people bringing other people in obviously to your course let's just go over one major component of this we know everyone wants to be healthy and leaned out and that goes for you and i health is my number one thing and people say well what about your family your girl let me tell you something folks if you don't have health it doesn't matter if I'm broken down and everything, how can I have a girlfriend or a wife or children? I can't take care of them properly. So remember this. You're not being selfish. Your health is paramount, number one. But what I want to ask you is we talk about these emotional changes. And we, you and I like to talk about, we were talking about this prior to the, before he came on the show, about the only way to build quality in your life is to build from the inside out. What is the biggest component you see mentally with people when they're starting to reach now, you know, when you have psoriasis that you can never get rid of, and now, say, 75% of it, like you said, is uh, cleaned up, or, you know, this one could barely walk a half a block without puffing, all right? What is it you see? Is there a common denominator in the people you work with that mentally they start bringing to the table? You know, that's a, a really uh, great question, and I'm going to uh, address it in, in, in three parts. Okay. First, I'm just going to make a comment on what you said before. You know, one of the best ways to provide for your family is to physically be there. Yeah. Is to be healthy. So when you learn to be as healthy as you can be, you can then show others by example, not by preaching, by example, mm-hmm. what to do. Because... When you are at the peak of your health and strength, you can be with your family, you can enjoy your family, and you can help your family. If you are to become sick and frail, you will become a burden on your family. So it should be a goal. If if you really are serious about being a family man or family woman, then being healthy for your family should be one of your goals. That's how you contribute. Um, now, you know, here's the biggest, here's one of the most interesting things, and I mentioned this yesterday in the call. I've, you know, been training myself, and I've trained hundreds of people, and when I ask myself, what is the most determining factor that will make a person stick with a routine? Yep. What is the most motivating force on the planet? And as I thought about that, the answer is when you actually see progress, yep. when you actually get results. Because the flip side to that is what is the most frustrating thing? Well, one of the most frustrating things is to put a lot of time, energy, effort to be emotionally vested and get nothing back in return. One of the examples I mentioned yesterday in the course is that, and this is famous and this has been talked about in, in, in multiple fitness magazines is that you know back in the 80s and 90s you know you had the aerobics instructors yeah and both you know and after two years both the aerobic instructors and the women that were taking these aerobic classes had no significant change in body composition 
they got better at doing the aerobic routines, and I'm sure it was somewhat good for their heart or something because they were sweating as opposed to being sedentary. Right. But they were not achieving the body composition changes that they desired. They were not really dropping that much weight, you know. So some of them wanted to change body composition, which would mean to drop body fat, which is different from, let's say, dropping a whole, you know, 10 pounds or 20 pounds. But the people in these classes were not getting either or of that. Yeah. And that's when they realized that, you know, weight training is it's where it's at. But one of the biggest concerns I get or one, one of the biggest reasons I get people to my course, you know, and it's, it's called fat loss after 40, mm-hmm. is because they all tell me some version of this. And that is, hey, you know, I used to be able to do this, you know, and up to my 30s, if I ever put on a little weight, I just, you know, exercise a little bit more watch my diet a little bit better, and they go, but ever since they hit 40, they can't seem to drop the weight. Yep. It just doesn't come off, and they're doing the same things. They're even going, you know, a little bit crazier in the gym, you know, being a little more stricter with their diet. It doesn't come off, and it doesn't come off certain areas of the body, and that's where we get to the, what is this, the biggest block after 40 is your liver. Yep. And the reason is because... If you increase a higher amount of cal- – if you consume a higher amount of calories than you can use, well, well, yes, some of those extra calories will become – will be stored as fat. Yep. But the other thing that happens is the liver is the body's major organ for detoxification. And I've asked myself, all right, so what exactly is these famous toxins that everybody talks about? So in my world, in the Eric Gutman view of the world, I just simplify it to mean this – Anything that comes in contact with your body that your body cannot utilize as a nutrient and that just is completely unavailable, inaccessible, uh, and is therefore harmful is a toxin. So that means if you eat a fake and processed food that your body cannot utilize, yep. Okay, let's put that in the toxin. Building materials are one of the biggest sources of toxins uh, for people in the West. Uh, I mentioned too, I was... And when I was in naval aviation, I used to, you know, inhale JP8. JP8 is jet fuel. Yep. So when I'm walking around the end, you know, the aircraft, and I'm sniffing all this jet fuel coming into my body, even though I'm not eating it, it is in going in through my nose, and it's being dispersed through my uh, through my blood system. Mm-hmm. So all these things that come into your body that your body cannot use as a nutrient for energy and rebuilding. Let's just call all those in a combination, both from food and other sources, toxins. So your body, in order to protect you, takes these things that are bad for you and encapsulates it in fat so that this toxin cannot come in contact with your bloodstream and the other organs. So that's a self-defense, self-protect mechanism. Now, the body's saying, hey, you know, maybe someday when the liver gets a little chance then we can detox all these little toxins that are, you know, that I've stored in fat so that they do not come in contact with the body. But in the West, that day never comes. Right. Um, in the West, we are bombarded with fake and processed foods. People are taking an inordinate quantity of meds, uh, building materials. If you're drinking from those plastic bottles that, that leach <laughs> estrogens, yeah. uh, you name it, you know. If a person drinks and it's compounded, so this day where the liver is going to get a chance to clear the backlog never arrives. In fact, it gets worse. People get more and more toxic residue that the body keeps, you know, making these little pockets of fat to protect you from. 
So when you start doing, oh, well, I'm, I'm going to do more exercise, uh, stricter diet, thinking that you're going to drop the weight like when you were in your 20s, it just doesn't happen. And the, 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 the restraining factor is the liver. Mm-hmm. So when you do a properly executed liver cleanse, what you do is you start to drop a backlog of all these, you know. So when we say, uh, you know, we say, oh, you pass some liver stones. Right. Technically speaking, they are not the true medical definition of liver stones because the stones are what you can see in an x-ray or an MRI. And that is when they have become calcified and hard. And at that point, the only way to remove them from your body is through a surgery where they have to open your body up. What we're calling liver stones is more accurately described as a cholesterol plug in the 50,000 ducts of the liver and gallbladder. And because cholesterol is fat, it is still pliable. Therefore, if they took an x-ray or an MRI, it wouldn't show up as a stone because it's still fatty tissue, it's, it's, it's mushy, it's pliable, but it is plugging up the ducts. So when you do the liver cleanse, what you're doing is the, 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 the tip of the uh, uh, liver that is right next to the gallbladder, you're releasing the plugs in that furthermost part of the liver so that the things that are in the back end, which is the backlog from 10, 20 years, can come forward and therefore be addressed. Mm-hmm. As you start doing this, first of all, you're going to notice that you're going to feel much better after the liver cleanse. You know, you may have better rest. I notice I, I, I lose all cravings for sweets. Yep, yep. And the very interesting thing is somebody asked me, well, what happens to your performance after a liver cleanse? And I said, you know, that's a, that's a great question. I, I really wasn't paying attention to it. Let me pay attention now. So in strength, I would say I'm, I'm, I'm good. It, it wasn't like this dramatic thing, but when it came to my endurance, yep. something that I noticed is I was doing weighted jump ropes, 15 rounds, and by 15 rounds, I'm thinking, God, when can I stop? Right. When I did the liver cleanse, the way I teach it now is some additions I've done. I literally hit 20 rounds, and I didn't want to stop. So then I, uh, the next workout, I did 25 uh, rounds, and I didn't want to stop, so I did 30. Mm-hmm. And I stopped at 30 just to stop because, okay, it's like 30 minutes. I can stop now. But it was amazing to me that for three months in El Salvador, I was doing 12, 15 minutes, and it was just annoying. And then without adding any extra training, I did one liver cleanse. And when, within three days after the liver cleanse, my, my natural endurance just seemed to, to go up. So it wasn't that I put in more effort or I put in more sessions. It's just that by removing that things that are blocking up the works in your liver, your body becomes a more efficient mechanism. So it will improve your performance. It will improve your health. And it will also help you to finally start getting results from your diet and, and exercise to execute the healthy fat loss. Because you're addressing the key component, which is... The liver needs to process all this crap out of the body. And I believe we have mentioned in a previous call that, you know, old school bodybuilding is based on the premise that the person will put on 50 to 60 pounds uh, in the off season, you know, half yeah. fat, half muscle. Yep. And then they will trim down in a span of three months uh, to whether 6% body fat or wherever uh, to compete at highly muscular, highly ripped. So very interesting that bodybuilders who do that exhibit the same amount of liver scarring 
as a raging alcoholic. And you go, wait a minute, when bodybuilders are are doing that three months down, man, they don't touch a drop of alcohol. They have extremely clean diets. Now, they might be juicing, but their diets are extremely spartan and regimented. And the reason was that because they're breaking all this fat so quick, it's releasing all these toxins into the bloodstream, and it's surpassing the liver's capacity to detoxify all those toxins. Remember, there's there's the fat that you're getting from excess calories, and there's the fat that is there as a self-defense mechanism. Yep. And because the, the liver was overloaded, and okay, and yes, true, if professional bodybuilders take anabolic steroids and the oral steroids are a little bit harder on the liver, that's true, so I'm not going to discount that. But the one of the main reasons is that when all this fat is being broken down, you know, it goes into the bloodstream, and then when all these toxins hit the liver all at once, yep, that is what's causing a huge amount of this liver scarring. So then how do you clean your liver out? Well, there's a procedure that was developed by Holda Clark, and I've been tweaking it over the past nine years. So now I've got it down to a science, and that is one of the key components that I teach because when you go back to, okay, if, if, if – uh, Actually watching progress is the most motivating force for you to stick with a program. Then I thought, okay, so then what is the, the key factor to, to achieve this? And the thing is consistency. Yep. So what I like about a liver cleanse in the beginning is that you will eventually turn it into a habit that you do maybe three or four times a year. At least that's what I do. But after you do a liver cleanse, Whatever you start applying will start to work. So now if after the liver cleanse you start eating correctly and training correctly, you will start to see results from your efforts faster than if you've never done a liver cleanse in your life. Not to mention how well you will feel, how any you know perhaps other health matters may clear up or just go away, and how if you're if anything you're doing will 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 improve. My eye, my, the whites of my eyes got a lot clearer. My endurance went up. I felt better. My mind was clearer. So even though I'm focusing on on the weight loss part, th- basically everybody who I teach the way I teach it frequently tell me, "Hey, I'm on my third liver cleanse. Hey, I'm on my fifth liver cleanse." Or like. Uh, some of the people that took the past course that are retaking it, yeah, I can't wait to do it again because I know how valuable it is. Yeah. And and part of the reason is that people get scared about, oh, my God, I mean, a day without eating or just I'm only drinking apple juice that day or something. You know, like don't don't make it into a, a, a mountain. It's just it's just one day where you relax. Yeah. That's it. And then you follow a procedure. And I think it's great because if you follow the procedure, you do three things, and that is – you literally do a juice fast. Yep. You know, because yep. in my new procedure, I only allow apple juice the day of the cleanse, two glasses, right? Yep. Yep. So you're doing a juice fasting, you know, which has its own mental and physical benefits. If you prepare the the Epsom salt solutions correctly, which is what I'm teaching now, it will clear out your colon. So mm-hmm. you have juice fasting. Mm-hmm. which in, invokes your mental and spiritual discipline. You have a complete colon cleanse, and then you have a liver cleanse, all within a span of a day and a half. And because I'm not selling you any products, you know, I am teaching you what I have learned with close to a decade of experimenting with this thing on myself and others, the way to do it in the way that is most efficient and effective. So if safe, efficient, and effective is what you're looking for, this is the way to do it. 
And at the end of the day, all you're doing is you're getting materials that are easily accessible at your health food store. Sure. One of the guys who took um, the course, the first time he took it, you know that some, I don't know, health person sold him a bunch of liver cleansing pills that were to be taken like over a, a, a month. He said he didn't feel anything. But, you know, within a day and a half, he cleared like 200 stones and, and was training hard. And this is a person who was an elite level athlete. Here's a person who's doing martial arts all over the world, a lot of commitments, international speaker, yep. you know, and so he didn't need to drop the body weight, but he was interested in the health uh, benefits of it, and he loved it, and he's already done it five to six times, just from learning it that one time. That's the other thing I like, you know, if, when people who take this course, you know, after the three months, it's, it's really like going to, to like life and health university, Yeah. then you graduate, you don't need to associate with me anymore. But people want to associate with me more, and that's why, to uh, you know, forty percent of the people that took the previous course are in the present course, and they are the ones who brought a lot of the people. Because you know, if you put a testimonial, people are going to like, is that really true? So what happens is the person says, "Hey, I saw you posted something about Eric Gutman. Is that really true?" He says, "Yeah," and that is what motivates people. Well, then I want to, I want to have what you have. And that's how people enroll. So I'm very, very happy, very excited. We started yesterday. So if you enroll this week, you will have not missed anything, and you will be able to participate and and, and be part of the group. And that's going to be great. No, I think that's super because you know what? Success follows success. And that every – look, we've talked about this a number of times, and I'm hammering this stuff all the time. It's like if you want to be great, you've got to go out and find it. And you've got to listen. you got to be teachable. And one thing we all know is people love success. I don't care who you are. And when you get people that have success with your course, Eric, believe me, you know it and I know it. It's like starting a fire. And everybody wants to jump on because nobody wants to be left out. And that's the way you get wise with things. You learn this stuff. And if you're really interested in something else or it's going to spur something else on, this is how you start your path to greatness. Now, speaking of greatness, building desire, and obviously we love the word victory, I'm going to talk about something that I feel is going to take you to greatness. And Eric and I have both done weight training for a number of years. Um, I'll go over the story because it's that important. We all have things that happen to us that create why we do the things we do. Jimmy, my brother, who both of these businesses are dedicated to, had muscular dystrophy. If you don't know what that is and you're interested, you should go out and look up Duchesne muscular dystrophy. That is the biggest killer of them all, and Jimmy had that. So, I am sure that that was the major function that drove me to what drove me to be a weightlifter, a stonelifter, physical cultures, like how I like to brand everything, because there's so many factions out there. I was talking to Eric, how, you know, we just see what's going on with everything. You know, people are just splintering off all over the place. This is why, in my feeling, that with all the good things we do, 
This is why most of us or what we want to spread gets nowhere. Because you can't have a thousand different people doing the same thing. And I'm sure Eric could tell you the same thing. We'll, we'll ask him that when I hand it over to him momentarily. I mean, if there were 300 people out now talking about a liver cleanse, chances are you're going to get 300 different stories, and you're going to be 300 times more confused. And the point of the matter is it's great to have other people with other ideas and how they had success with something, but you can't take an idea if you want to really spread it to the whole world and have so many variations on it. People get confused easy as it is. We know how many horror stories we've heard about, well, I bought this product and it didn't work, or I bought this course and it didn't do anything, or I did it and I got hurt. And I'm not touching it again. But that's like a whole nother off. But with Jimmy, and I've talked about the Incredible Hulk, so I found the Hulk through the comics. And to this day, obviously they both sit in front of my laptop when I'm talking here, and I'm looking at them both dead in the face. Those were the things at the time I didn't know, but that was what was building my desire. My desire was to be as strong, in fact, inhumanly strong. Like John, John McKean was hilarious the other night. We were talking about all the rack stuff and, and what we're doing and how we seem to talk the same language about what's going on with us all the time with this stuff. And I don't know if it was an article or somebody said it to him, and I couldn't believe anybody would even write this, let alone say it. And me and John and I were just like saying it to each other, you know, especially at the end. This is what they said. You don't want to get too strong. And I said, repeat that again. And he said it again. I said, well, I was using language and we were just laughing. Who the hell wouldn't want to get as strong as they could get? I mean, for someone to say that, are you out of your mind? Are you out of your mind? If I could be right now... 13 feet tall and 3,000 pounds, you bet your ass I'd be right now. And most people can't come to terms with anything like that. But this is what I talk about all the time. The change from within. The build-up. Don't you want that desire? Doesn't it feel good to lift something big? To, to meet the person you want to spend the rest of your life with? that walk around with that desire no matter what it is I'm going to get through it I'm going to succeed with it and I'm going to help others succeed is that not desire is it not desire to want to get out of bed every morning and put my feet on the ground because Jimmy couldn't do that is that not desire is it not desire to go out and be extraordinary is it not desire to teach your children or your nieces and nephews or people you don't even know? You meet up and talk to them and their head's about spinning off their shoulders because they're like, where did this guy or girl come from? I've never met anybody like that. So, being dynamic, that word dynamic is so important. When you're dynamic, you can do anything. You can do it. I said to Eric, we're talking about being entrepreneurs and where he wants to go in his next life after the Navy and what I want to do. And I said to Eric, I said, 
a bunch of us have talked about this before that at some point we're going to be standing in front of a hundred thousand people telling our stories talking about what we love to do and how we want to help people and, and the things that we create and i said don't be surprised when i look over at you across stage and say i told you we'd be here that's dynamic that's dreams that's a burning desire and you know the biggest thing v for victory but your victories don't stop there because i can't speak for eric but i know him well enough i'm the kind of guy that'll never sit still i could have a hundred billion dollars and i'll still do stuff it's not in my dna to stop not unless god stops me and kills me but when i think about my parents and jimmy and the Hulk, and all the things that have driven me to, I want to be physically excellent. I want to be healthy, paramount, but I want to go out and lift those big things. And when I go out there, and I'm just going out of my mind like yesterday, and then when I'm done and I can stand there and say, you know what, I did it today, man. I did it today, and if it doesn't happen tomorrow, I'll do it the next day. That, folks, is burning desire. And when you light that fuse within, you're unstoppable no matter what it is. And then V for victory, and there's going to be another one and another one and another one. It's all yours, brother. You know, it's very interesting what you mentioned about, you know, um, you know, you don't want to be too strong. And, <laughs> um, you know, my friend Ed Straker says that people like to tell you a story that will then justify them failing with dignity. Mm-hmm. Says, Brother, what I hear is like, no, you don't You don't want to put in the work that it takes to be strong. Um, you know, you mentioned the Hulk. You know, people could look like Lou Ferrigno if they're willing to do what Lou Ferrigno does. Right. Now, I'm not talking about steroids because, you know, that, I think that's such a cop-out. People don't understand how hard some of these uh, bodybuilders train because I remember Lou Ferrigno in an interview said that bodybuilding was the hardest sport because it's not just the two hours in the gym is that you have to eat a certain way 24-7. Yep. So it takes a lot of discipline. And, and I think that that discipline and that effort and that sacrifice is what people don't want to do. Now, I am a big believer in mobility. Mm-hmm. But I remember Bud Jeffries once told me, you know, there's a point where mobility is good, but but a lot of people who crossed over into this whole getting crazy on mobility actually uh, started losing strength. Yeah. Because they were all, but said, hey, you know, mobility is is a way to remain soft, pliable, and, and flexible to do strength training. It's a way to prolong your life. Yep. But if you make mobility the focus of your life, then, yeah, you could start decreasing strength. And then we go back to this issue of desire. Mm-hmm. You, you, you mentioned it. I, I think if most people are very honest and sincere in that place that they don't uh, open to the public, um, very deep within themselves, they will find what really motivates them. And I think we have talked about it, but, you know, I had – an experience flying overland Iraq and uh, really thought I was going to die. And from that day forward, I've had a deep desire to live. I, I, I don't take any day for granted. I, I, I want to live and I want to stay 
uh, here as long as I can, as as healthy as I can. Mm-hmm. And how, you know, so when we go about this issue of the liver cleanse, why it's near and dear to my heart. Well, just like you mentioned, you know, my my wife's mother, you know, my mother-in-law, and, you know, I had a really good relationship with her. You know, they used to call me a uh, fifth child. <laughs> yep. Just, you know, and yeah. she said I, I was uh, very, uh, my wife would say that I could be her son because of, of, of certain things that we like. Yep. Well, um, shit, it's getting hard to talk about. Um, so, um, so. Take, take a second, Eric. Um, look, look. So I, I got it. So okay. she, unbeknownst to us, uh, she had cancer. Yeah. And, um, <clears throat> so one of the things that we were looking at is we're looking at this whole Gershom therapy and, uh, yep. Yep. um, and the things we could do and the liver cleanse, um, information came into my life as a way to, to, um, you know, to try to beat this thing, but sure. we, were, we were, we came in a little too late. So, um, so she passed. Six months later, I, I'm going over my uh, office, yep. and there's a box with the instructions and, you know, a zapper and all these things, and I felt as if this was like her parting gift to me, yep. you know, because she and I had a, a keen interest in health, um, and I really started getting into it on my own, you know. Nobody was cheering me on. There's no liver cleanse school or anything. Basically, people are building on the backs of the work done by Hulda Clark. Yep. So, on based on that deep desire to live, and, you know, what happened to me, which was very personal, I really ticked this thing on, this liver cleanse thing, and I kept on experimenting and, and refining on myself. Because I really find that it ties with that deep, deep desire of I want to live. And that is at the deepest core of my being, I want to live. Mm-hmm. So that's my thing because of, of the experience that happened to me flying over Land Iraq where I thought I was going to die. Yeah. And then combined with you know losing a person I love to cancer and, and, and seeing the liver cleanse as one of the things that could, could possibly prevent uh, a healthy person from developing that. Mm-hmm. So at some point, it's like, what do you really desire in your life? And what are you willing to do to achieve it? And if you are willing to be clear with yourself about what it is you truly desire, and if you're willing to cut away all the excuses and all the reasons that create a story that allow you to fail with dignity, I am very confident that you will achieve victory in your life in whatever you desire. It's not going to come overnight, and it may take months or years. But if you never even get clear on your desire and you never start the journey, then you will have a life of failure. Mm-hmm. And that is a true, true death sentence. Yeah, I mean, I totally agree with that. But, you know... It's amazing how people in your life influence you even when they leave you. And obviously you've had it and I've had it. Um, do I miss Jimmy? I miss Jimmy every day. I, You know, I've said to my mother, i I got to be very careful of my mother at times because I know uh, 
it, it hurts her still, I, and that's a mother. But I said to her one day, and she did. She got weepy, and I, I did too, kind of. And that's I'm not a guy like that. But I said to her, I said, you know what I've been thinking about a lot? And she's like, what? I said, what would Jimmy be today if he didn't have muscular dystrophy? And the, it sounded like I probably dropped the 5 billion ton gorilla down on her. But she was all right with it. And she goes, I don't know. I think about that too. And I think about that almost every day. And I'm the one, I'm, it's hard for my mother. She'll go down with me if I bring her. But I'm pretty much the only sibling that goes to the cemetery that visits Jimmy and my father. I have no problem with that. Um, Sometimes I bring Think and Grow Rich down there, or I'll bring down a Lombardi book of my father's or Stones and Strength, and I sit on the ground right in front of the gravestone and read to them. All right? Some people say, well, that's kind of strange. They're not even there. I said, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And see, when you when you live like this, when you desire things, when there's people that have come and gone in your life that creates an avalanche of not only wanting to do great things, but it's called optimism, folks. We don't need pessimists anymore. We've got plenty of them around. It's that deep-down desire, no matter what, no matter who tells you you can't, no matter... What happens to you? Because I can tell you just from five years of business, I probably should have quit three years ago. I don't have it in me to quit. I probably never did. But now that I've lived this life, I've said it before, there's no going back. And if you think I'm kidding, I challenge you to go out and do something you really want to do. I challenge you right today to do it. Because I'm telling you right now, what will end up happening to you if you truly believe in what you love to do and you're committed 100%, it'll happen. Go out and read anybody that's been a success. Some have made it the first time. Some have gone bankrupt five times. All right? And if you know anything about entrepreneurs, most of them become millionaires. There's The trend is, believe it or not, there's more millionaires making it in their 60s than any other age group out there. So, yep, you can get on the dot-coms, and we know that. We had that, up what, 20 years ago. Everybody was making millions and Bitcoin and this and that and the other thing. But I'm telling you right now, you can do it at any age. But you got to want to do it. you got to have the desire to do it. And if something like you have a sibling or someone in your family that meant the world to you, that might be the biggest gift they give you. You miss him and you and you want to see him again. But look what Eric got. Look at the gift he got. Look at the gift I got. So don't look at everything like it's the end of the world. And I know death is painful as hell. But no matter what happens to you in your life, there's going to be a silver lining somewhere. You just got to be open and listening. Because I said to Eric, the more you complain, the more you bitch about others, the more you feel mistreated or unfair, you know what happens to you? You shut yourself off from the universe, meaning anything good that should come your way through intention is stopped. Think about all those things before you start getting involved in this mayhem that you don't need to get involved in. And if you do, learn the lessons and the standards of how to get rid of it quickly. 
We all go through it, but now we learned how to get rid of it quickly. Then you're back on the tracks. I'll tell you something. I'm going to give it to Eric. Um, Ryan Stewart, who's been on the show a number of times, he just got back from Iceland. And he did the um, Icelandic tour we did with Bill Crawford and everybody in 2008. And he had phenomenal success, and I congratulated him on another show. And it was just great to see him do all that. I mean, you talk about a guy that busted his can to do that. But you know something? It's great to see all that, but to me, I can't wait to go and do it for myself again. And the business has to come first, or I would have been on that plane years ago. And these are the things, you know, you never let your desire wane because that's something, no matter what I do, if it's the only stone I lift the rest of my life, I still have a date with Iceland. And I will do that before they plant my ass into the ground. And right there, that is a massive desire for me because, let me tell you, it's great to watch these guys and all these invitations, but you know what it feels like to me? It feels like someone's putting a knife right through my heart. But you know what? You push people. You show guys like Ryan and Bill Crawford and Martin Janzix and Charlie Oliphant. I have the utmost respect for those men and what they've done and what they've promoted for it and the desire and what they've brought to the market for everybody to see and do and the way we promote everything here on the show. But I can tell you this, from being over there, there's nothing like getting over there. So you want to talk about a desire? That's my desire, man, because before they plant my ass in the ground, I'm going to be walking around that sheep pen, and that's a guarantee. Um, Eric, um, go all the way with it. Add anything you want. Um, you know, Give out all your info. I'll give mine, and we'll get ready for the next month. And uh, take it away, my friend. Take as much time as you want. You know, one thing that's really important is to make sure that your desires – are your own and that takes a lot of introspection a lot of people are 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 implementing the desires of somebody else whether it be their parents their spouse or what they perceive society or their families want them to do mm-hmm. and in order for you to be who you are meant to be and 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 to be authentic you have to do some soul searching and find out what is it that you really desire to do You know, it's funny that uh, not only are most millionaires becoming millionaires in their 60s, but I believe also part of that statistic is and after their second bankruptcy. You are correct. Uh, So that's really interesting. You know, those who never dare never win, right? I agree. Um, And just like you said, I've I've learned to look at, at things that are not immediately agreeable as a blessing in disguise. Yep. And if you look at those hard things you've lived at and you look at them two to three years later, you, you can see that there's a blessing in disguise. It's just that, you know, when, when, when life kicks you in the, you know, yeah. it's, it hurts. Yep. And it hurts at time. But if you are able to, like you said, refrain from complaining and just you keep looking for that blessing in disguise, you will find it. It yeah. reminds me of... Um, I believe we may have talked about this uh, in one of our calls, but, you know, I studied Chinese medicine. And mm-hmm. what's very interesting to me is that they have, like, 
three main causes of disease. Now, one you can't do anything about, it, and that's like pestilence. So, chronic yep. plague. You know, all right. You know, that's just that means that the strength of the pathogen is stronger than most people's immune. It just you know you can't do about anything about pestilence except move and avoid it. All right. Then the the real issues with health from the Chinese medical point of view is broadly in what is called the six external evils and the seven internal emotions. And they notice that, for example, if you live in a hot, dry area like in a desert, yep. then you have hot and dry symptoms and you need to provide your body with cooling and, and something that will, will, will moisturize it. You know, you will rehydrate it. Whereas the people who live in a swamp may have <laughs> old, damp problems, you know. Yep, yep. So you, there's a, there are ways, you know, if, if you're in a hot area, you can be inside, you know, get enough shade, drink enough water, uh, whatever. But the real interesting thing is what they call the seven internal emotions. So any extreme of an emotion is harmful to the body. So, for example, the kidneys fear depletes the kidneys yep and the point is it's not that you never feel a negative emotion we all do but the important thing is how quickly do you get back to to normal for example i think in our in this call both you and me went through a a a, a sad period and because it's something that affects us as, as deeply and if we go too deep into it you know the pain comes out but within the span of the call you know, we're able to come back to neutral and to address whatever needs to happen. And that is one of the hugest, uh, uh, most important lessons for both success and for living a healthy life is you got to get back to that emotional control because some people get upset for 10 minutes. Some people get upset for 10 days. Yeah, some yeah. people get upset for 10 weeks. And some people get upset for 10 years. Mm -hmm. The problem is that when you're stewing in all that hate, the person you're really hurting is you. So achieving that 100% responsibility and not complaining is one of the ways to get your health and your desires on the fast track to success. Because I, I think I love what you say at the end about, you know, if somebody asks for your help to, yep. to offer it, one of the greatest uh, principles to live by, which I think could probably replace 80% of religions in the world, is to never do anything involving another person that is not for the highest good of all concerned. I really believe that principle alone, if practiced by everybody in the world, would create change within a day. Imagine if every action you took and that everybody you associated with was always for the good of yeah. all concerned. Yeah. So no shenanigans, no I win, you lose. Um, it's only act in such a way that everybody who you touch their life and they touch yours, only the highest good of all concern would be, will be worked for with your actions and your intent. And with that, I, I'm going to sign off and leave it to you. And again, a reminder, if you're interested in the fat loss after 40, remember, if you mention motivation and muscle, you will get a $200 discount. So instead of uh, $997, it will be $797. And also, it will help Eric Fiorillo to further on his research. So make sure you mention motivation and muscle. And at this point, contact me through Facebook uh, Messenger since the course already started. 
and we will work uh, your access into the course. And uh, that's all I got, Eric. Well, awesome show, Eric. I'll tell you right now, um, you just listen to what we talked about today. There's nobody out there teaching like this. This is this is not only information about what we love to do, but all the the whole course of a lifetime that keeps growing and moving and moving and moving. This is, I mean, like I've always said, we might come at you with something we like, don't like, whatever, but you never leave here without a solution. We never do that to you, and we're not doing anything to say, okay, well, the only way you can learn this is blah, 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 blah. It's never been that way. That's why when we ask for donations, that's why when you come out with a product, when I come out with a product, we don't charge for the show. So I just feel that when you come up with something and you're asking for something, it's always nice to have a little financial support because I think that we just do so much for everybody out there, and we enjoy doing it too. Um, as I said, FiorelloBarbellCo.com, Winners and Champions, Inc. That's 14 modules that we still do here. It's 15 years of work at the FBC Stone and Steel Yard. You need to go out and look at that and purchase it. I'm telling you right now, there's enough material you can do that the rest of your life. And we're going to add more modules. And, you know, Eric and I got a few products. You know, it's just been because there's so many things going on and you need the financial resources that we've got when he and I were doing some rack work together and the phenomenal gains he made on them. That and, you know, all the stuff with John and there's so many things with stones. And, you know, I've got my nieces and nephews on sandbag training, you know, etched in stone for kids. I mean, there's just so many great things. Eventually, they'll all come under the umbrella, and obviously the show is going to go terrestrial or to radio stations or both. And down the road, as I said to Eric, I want to have a beautiful building where everything is housed right in there, right down to our own studios. That's what we're talking about with desire, with building, with creativity. Do that with your kids. Start them out as young as you can and talk to them that way. I had my niece, Maggie, her birthday was uh, Friday, and all the stuff going on. My oldest niece, Natalie, had her first prom last night, so it's been real hectic. So tonight we're all going over for birthday cake, and I, you know, I, I wrote her a beautiful card. Um, you know, like her name, her name's Madeline, but they call her Madge. And I took her name and said, Madge, M is for motivation, um, and just went down like that. Um, A is for action, obviously. D is determination. G is gratitude. And E is for extraordinary. Plus, I wrote her a little note after that. Let me tell you something. You teach kids those things, and that's some of the stuff they learn. They're all awesome kids. You got winners everywhere, man. You talk about desire, and uh, that's why I said to Eric, um, the way I've constructed myself and keep constructing, I don't really care much about opinion or anything anymore. You know, I'll talk to people, I listen to people, but you know what? I listen to my inner self, and there's a lot of other things I'll share. And maybe Eric and I are going to do a show. We were talking about some things with rosaries and all that. Um, some pretty interesting stuff. I mean, real interesting. Um, also, if there's a show, well, don't forget about two donations. Um, I, I can't say it enough. Um, and we thank everybody prior to today. 
but we need the money to go with all the outside work I'm doing. You know, I want to move this thing faster than lightning. We're talking to a marketing person right now about we're really going to go from New York right down to Long Island. Um, we got some really good ideas. Uh, we're going to pump this thing up even bigger. Um, and the more people I get in here training, the less stuff I have to do outside. And let's face it, this is what I love to do. I really don't want to work for anybody else unless it's somebody I really admire. So, you know, that's what we want to do with Prosperity Consciousness. Also, don't forget to sign up for our free newsletter. Um, it goes right to my MailChimp account, and it will go right into your inbox when I do stuff. Also, come on in. Um, advertise with us. Fill out the form. I will call you personally, and we will work it out together. And let's do something for the next 30 years minimum. Um, also, too, don't forget about our YouTube channel, Fiorello Barbell Company, Real Men, Real Strength, Real Power. Um, you know, you want any help with anything, obviously, if you're local, come on here. Um, I'd be more than happy to work with you and, you know, Skype. I'm all over the world, so I can talk to anybody. Um, well, if you want a particular show for Eric and I to do, just send an email to Fiorello Barbell at nightcap.r.com. We're on iTunes and Stitcher. Give us a five-star review. That's what we've gotten. We appreciate that. Aha, uh-huh, that's the um, directory that you can get M&M in your car 24-7. Also, too, if someone seeks you out in the gym or the concrete jungle, never be afraid to give them five words of encouragement, inspiration. Five words can change your life forever. And as my mom said, and she still says, never be afraid to say hello to someone or give them a smile for that day. Believe it or not, that might be all they get. There's a lot of lonely people out there that would love for somebody to spend five minutes with them. So never, never not do that. Also, too, if you're going to lift it, bend it, break it, twist it, press it, pull it, squat it. If you're going to lift stones, turn them into dust and the great hoose of steel. Stone Crusher and Blood Red says domination. We are domination. We clear cut the path. We don't follow anyone. Dominate, obliterate, and dent everything in your path. No one will ever clip our balls, and as Russell Fur says, when I listen to your shows, I swear there's testosterone dripping out of my speakers. That will always be the case, believe me. Cyclone. Frank Klein, greatest college professor in business ever. Repetition, repetition, repetition. Um, quitters never win, winners never quit. My dad, be a leader, not a follower. Be a leader, not a follower. John Ridge. My greatest chiropractor, he'd walk every patient in the door and say, keep smiling. Try that on your worst day. You'll get a grin right on your face like I do. Be a steward of strength. Don't stand on the side of the road and watch the world go by. Tell a hundred or more of your friends we're coming because we won't kick your door in. We will blow the roof right off your house. We talk about Les Brown. We always says, you have greatness in you. We take it two steps further. We believe in you and we got your back. I don't know many people that would ever put anything out like that. That includes a lot of these big names, I'm telling you right now. I know that for a fact. Um, before, I, before I depart and before we sign off with Eric, I've been doing this, and I'm going to read this quickly because Steve Jack meant the world to me, and if I never watched that DVD, I probably never would have touched a stone either. It's called If a Tree Falls, Milo, April 1996, Volume 4, Number 1. If a tree falls in the forest, are you man enough to move it? By the end of the first week of medieval lit, 
I knew I was in trouble. Oh, I could handle the term papers and most of the old English. I was, however, having trouble relating to my classmates. We'd read legends of heroic knights and warriors, epic poetry of steadfast seafarers, and yet when class dismissed, they'd prance to the sweet shop for coffee and cream puffs while I, frothing at the mouth and battle-ready, would bolt to the nearest field to throw hammers and stones. Why? I was inspired. Inspiration is not a passive word. It is built on a Latin root for spiritus, from which we get spirit and literally means breath or inhale. Yogis and pearl divers aside, there's not a lot to be gained from holding one's breath. I believe it is equally futile to stockpile one's mental arsenal and never wage war. Now back to our tree. It seems to have fallen and blocked your path. Some will no doubt stand around quibbling as to whether it actually made a sound. How about you? Well, that's what you need to ask yourself today. How about you? Rest in peace, Steve Jack. Rest in peace, Art Montini. And obviously... All the great fathers who have left us, grand, grandpas, grandmas, everybody, our mothers, all of you rest in peace, and you'll always be a part of us, and we all love you dearly. Eric, thanks for being on. This was another, cla- this might be the best show you and I have ever done. This is going to go down in the classic book, believe me. Thank you. You are welcome. So, for Eric Gutman, this is Eric Fiorello. As I said, this show will probably be up tomorrow because we're going to celebrate my niece's birthday tonight. Um, be on the lookout. we got Ken Nowicki on tomorrow, and who knows what else is coming our way. And that's the way to live. Take a chance on yourself. Stop sitting on your hands, folks. Have a great week and kill it all because you know what? You can do it. Take care, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to Motivation & Muscle, the podcast that connected your brain to your brawn. We'll We'll see see you next time. time.